It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this episode of the Hadit.com radio show. Gerald will be with us here in a few minutes. We've had some major technical difficulties with our host there, Mr. Blog Talk Radio. I don't know what's going to happen with the situation yet, so we're getting uh, we're about 14 minutes behind scheduling the show, so we're going to try to carry on. Okay. And, uh, hey, Gerald's with us now, so we're, Gerald, we're live on the air. Let's go ahead and take off. Yeah, I don't know. We had a glitch there at Blog Talk. <laughs> but yeah, at at uh at any rate uh let's see uh, we were starting to discuss this incident out in uh uh arizona uh this uh gentleman out there uh a veteran he'd got uh some bad word. They were treating him for cancer, is my understanding, and and then they come back and says, "Well, look, uh, 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 you got lung cancer now, and you need to go home and get your affairs in order." And so, uh, unfortunately, the guy, instead of going and getting a second opinion. Uh, he goes home, and here in a couple, two or three days, he, he shoots himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the next day, the very next day, the VA doctors call up his wife and said, Oh, we have the greatest news, good news for you. Uh, we made a mistake. Uh, your husband does not have lung cancer. And this is such a tragedy. Had had that veteran went and got a second opinion, I don't care if you're going to the VA or you're going to an outside doctor, which a lot of veterans that can do go to outside doctors. Sometimes, a lot of times, it's more convenient, what have you. Always get a second opinion. But I found with the outside doctors, outside of the VA, most of them will, well, all of them, as far as I know, ones I've had anyway, always refer you to a specialist. And then if you desire a second opinion from them, you can get it. Uh, So that actually gives you three levels there. I know the last time I did have a, a deal uh, on some blood work on myself that they said come back and I had abnormal blood cells, red blood cells, and it didn't look good at all. So I uh, had them send a report to my doctor here in town, and uh, he said, well, the best thing to do is you go see a specialist, so he he referred me to a specialist over at the cancer clinic, and uh, I went over and they did bukus of blood work for about uh, it went on for about two weeks. Uh, ever so often, I'd go in there and do blood work, and and uh, they run all kinds of tests, and the doctor says. Uh, what it had to be was just a glitch that sometimes pops up because he said your blood is clear and, and good. You, As far as we can tell, there is no cancer. So uh, it don't pay to get too excited when you get some of these uh, uh, warnings. But, however, don't hesitate. Uh, Check into it and and look into it a lot further. Uh, Because, especially this day and age, my land, there's a lot of treatments 
out there. Uh, new treatments they've come up with, uh, especially in the cancer fields. Uh, you can, uh, if cat, if caught in early stages, you you got uh, uh, excellent chance of surviving. So uh, don't get too discouraged uh, when you get these bad reports. And, and remember, you know, it just could be a, a, a glitch in, in the system or it could be a mistake made or, uh, you know, you have all sorts of issues you can contend with. Uh, just don't jump to conclusions saying, oh, my God, this, this is it. No more. I can't take it. Get a second and third opinion if you need them. Uh, But with that, uh, I I I don't know what what else more uh, to say about that other than the fact that if you are feeling suicidal, there is a a a hotline and. you need to capitalize on that. Call that number, and you don't even have to be suicidal to call it. Uh, if you're homeless, that you call it. If you're just needing someone to talk to, uh, give it a call. And uh, which I think you always call. Yeah, always. Yeah. Call up, hope it'll put you on hold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold the other day. yeah, you don't want that. Don't, don't let them put you on. <clears> Folks, <throat> right. uh, you don't want to follow this story. This story is published by uh, uh, Fox News. It was picked up off of a Phoenix local news station in Phoenix. So it's a legitimate story and been validated. So I know the veteran's wife has actually filed suit against the VA for that. And that's one suit I kind of agree with. So. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's it's a sad situation, and uh, totally unnecessarily loss of life. Uh, and uh, and the guy just went and got another opinion, and he went to the ER. Uh, any anything he could have done, you know, uh, he'd been better, you know, shape, but. Uh, I think he just jumped to conclusions and felt like it was hopeless. And you never want to feel like it's hopeless. No. uh, uh, Yeah, it's... uh, Don't don't allow yourself to get into that. Uh, Don't turn yourself into a tragedy. Well, that's right. And... Uh, the crisis line, Veterans Crisis Line, it's 1-800-273-8255. And that number, once again, is 1-800-273-8255. Now, if you need someone to talk to, just see what they had for breakfast
uh, don't let yourself get such a rut that, you know, uh, call them up and chit-chat with them. They're, they're, like I say, they'll be glad to talk to you. Uh, they're, they're good people. And we've had them on the show here numerous times, and uh, you can't uh, find a better group of people, and, and they will bend over backwards at working with you. And right. so... That's a good deal. Well, with all that being said, uh, we was wanting to get into a little bit here on the new VA uh, uh, claims deal, wasn't we, John? Yeah, we're going to touch a little on the new forms and that issue. It's uh, good news about those forms, though. It seems that uh, all the major, a lot of the major veterans organizations like... uh, I've been reading stories on them. I think they filed suit against the VA because these forms take away the due process things for the veterans, even though the VA blew it off. And, uh, you know, again, we got creative thinkers working for the group, and they're putting out all these ideas to make things easier on the VA. They'll never make anything easier on the veteran, but it's always easier on their process, even though yeah. the law states is different, you know. So I'm sure it'll be changed back the way it was. You know, they try to shove these things down through the Federal Register, down people's throats, but I guess they don't realize that the law the law is a little different, you know. I guess they, they, you know, they need to play by the rules that are issued instead of make their own up as they go, kind of like SOP management, that seat-of-pants management style. Well, uh, John, I think a lot of times BA, uh somebody gets a bright idea and they say, well, let's give that a try and make sense. And, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's keep the veterans from filing. Let's make it possible for the veteran to file an informal claim even though he's in the hospital and, and he's in a coma and, you know, and yeah. he can't file a claim. And so let's, uh, that's that's the that's the issue. There's going to have to be some uh, uh, leeway there, and I don't know. Uh, they're wanting these fully developed claims now, and as you know, when a veteran first files a claim, you uh, you don't always have all the pertinent information. Well, first of all, a veteran is not, let me repeat, he's not a claims adjudicator. He has not been trained by the VA to file his claim. He didn't go to school to do this, and he wasn't hired to do that. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to charge them for doing their, their, their work. They're going to pay me to do it for their claim. Not the veteran, but the VA, because if I do their job, they're going to pay me. Uh, you know, to me, you're asking somebody to do something that, uh, like you said, they're not schooled to do this. How do they know what in the world the VA expects or what kind of answer? And, and on top of that, the VA is sitting on all the data you need. Yep. Do they come forward? say, hey, you need this, and you need that, and you need this, and here it is, because we have it. Well, that's usually that's a VCA letter they send you. You know, they'll send you that after your claim's well in process. Here's what we need from you, okay? Yeah. And they tell you yeah. that, and you're supposed to help gather and send it in. Okay, now, anything they're doing now, and changes, and these subtle changes they're doing through the Federal Register, I think is definitely against the Veterans Claim Assistance Act of 2000 which changed a lot of stuff as far as the way evidence was gathered. You know, it used to be, uh, of course, the veteran is ultimately responsible for getting his information. That's on him. The burden is. However, if the record's in the possession of the government, the burden kind of falls on them a little bit. For example, if they request a certain record from another federal agency, you know, they're supposed to request it and get it. You know, it pays the veteran to go ahead and request it and get it because a lot of times, uh, 
federal employees being what they are, things do fall through the cracks, or we actually, I call it the Grand Canyon, it's not really a crack. Um, they don't do it. They say they do it, but they don't do it. You know, that's just the creative people that they have, and it's a wonderful environment that's been invented by this, by this bunch. So, you don't have an opportunity there, because we don't have this record, and we can't get this record. However, you request it, and you get it, after they've already denied your claim because they couldn't get the record. That happened to me on my service record. <clears throat> but there's one big avenue there that the law takes care of. That's Title 38 CFR 3.156C. If there is a record in possession of the government or a government record, whether it be a VA record or any government agency record, I think Social Security should fall into play too as far as a Social Security award, which basically deals with you, they have to concede that, okay? And even though your claim was denied, if that information based on that record has anything to do with you getting service connected in your claim, then your claim goes back to your original date that you filed your claim. Did you know that, Gerald? Uh, matter of fact, I won a Q claim based on something like that. But, uh, That's right. Um, and, you know, it's a horrible situation, you said. <laughs> mm-hmm. You say, this, I know this is right, and they keep saying yeah. no, no, no. And, right. and all of a sudden they say, oh, we found this, this and uh, they was in possession of it all the time. And they were in possession of it all the time. There's a... Yeah, I've, I've gotten statements of cases. If you know what information you need, just let us know. Only thing, they want the uh, uh, document or, or, you know, the book name, the page number, the paragraph, and the sentence. Well, you don't have that information. How do you, how do you know? Well, we looked like, in book number so-and-so and so-and-so, and, so and, so, and uh, we could, you know, there's nothing there. Well, you don't have access to it, so now you can't point to a page and a paragraph and a sentence. Uh, it, how's veteran going to do this? I mean, it's true. They're requesting information that's nearly impossible for a veteran to have access to. And well, that veterans request their C files and waiting nine to twelve months to get them. Oh yeah, I waited much longer now, several yeah, years. Uh, my first claim filed. <laughs> my first claim I filed. I got denied because the service records are unavailable. Then they found the records and started putting their own word. Perhaps this happened, perhaps it didn't. Now, I know I have just about all the veterans out there that's filed a claim has the same, heard the same story and burned up the same <laughs> your record. Yeah, they've heard that story too. I haven't personally heard it myself, you know, because unfortunately I served have. after the fire. I had to do research, look up when the fire was and what records did was destroyed and uh, uh, there's no way my record was in that. So, yeah, so that's, uh, that's awesome. So that now I have to go back to the, yeah, you got to go back to the VA and say, hey, this ain't right. Yep. Well, what what do you need? What paper? What document? Uh, who yep. wrote it? Uh uh, you know, it, it's questions uh, as a rule that uh, veterans are not privy to that information because they don't know what to ask for. That's true. There you go again. Uh, there's another issue, Gerald. They want you to do all these forms and all this fully developed stuff, okay? That's fine, you know, if you've uh, been doing this for a long time and you can understand the system how to do it. But a lot of uh, folks are not as educated computer skills and form skills and things like that, or you know, in order to put a full developed claim together. 
Well, that you know. uh, that's certainly me. I, I'm not that that uh, computer savvy by far, and and uh, I I have a hard enough time turning mine on and off when I do chance to so wreck it. That takes more veterans to put puts them at the mercy of uh, getting a veteran service officer to help them do the claim. Uh, it does, so and, and jump right aboard the train, people. They uh, get to go. <clears throat> you know, it's when they're sitting there on top of the information. They you file a claim on this. All they have to do is look in your file and say, yeah. Uh, Mr. John Brown, he he uh, he he fell off the ladder doing his job, but he fell slipped and fell off the ladder, broke his leg and his arm, and, and uh, uh, on this date, and uh, uh, he fell four feet three inches and and a quarter. And, However, uh, we're denying your claim because the metal that you hit was softer than the one that, than the deck below you. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, BA, we need a little assistance out here. <laughs> uh, you have this information. Don't expect me to remember how far I fell, or you know, I might get the three feet right, but I. You know, I don't know about the inches, quarter, and all this. Yeah. Uh, they hold us to a standard that they cannot even live up to themselves. And, and uh, I don't think it's a standard, Gerald. I think it's a system. Uh, it can, yeah. It it seems like it's by design. It's uh, it certainly. Uh, presents a problem, especially to someone new that's not uh, been up against something like this. I couldn't believe what I run into whenever I filed my claim. I said, this yep. is going to be real. It's, uh, you run into a... Yeah, <laughs> I don't know this stuff. You're up against what, the Berlin Wall. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... but uh, so therefore, it, it forces the veteran to do all the research, and, and uh, uh, I don't know of anyone that the VA has called up and said, "Hey, look, uh, here we found this. You need this in your claim, and we need." They're going through your claim file all the time. They see what you need. If they can put it in a in a statement of case. Why can't they just say, here, here it is, instead of the same in the case? Give it well, to you. Well, it required the law to issue you one. Well, a statement of case. But uh, I understand they're even changing that now, ain't they? Or trying uh, to. I don't think they'll be able to change that. Uh, that was always a lifesaver for me because without that statement of case, I had no clue what in the world they was expecting. Uh, you know, what do you want? Well, let's look at the changes in the last five years within the Department yeah. of Veteran Affairs, okay? All right, now, you know, back when my claim was ongoing, I was able to call my regional office and discuss stuff with them. You yeah. call 800 number and attach it right to your office. You could talk to a person. They could give you a little bit of information. You know, they have people on the phone that would answer the phone and look you up and tell you what they could see on the computer screen. They have certain pages they could look, see where your claim was at. And, you know, and you could be nice to them and talk to them. And they'd give you a little bit of information, which is, you know, all fine and dandy. Then they uh, put these call centers in to where well, it looks like playing uh, going to Vegas and playing roulette, you know. Get hold of somebody in California talking about your claim in uh, Cincinnati, and uh, you know they got a screen up there. They really can't tell you much. No one talks Cincinnati. And then you used to be able to send a fax or send a you know information to them and send documentation back into them. And now they got that 
they've done away with that too because they got them two centers in now, one east and one west. They just send you documentation to it and it gets uploaded in the VA system that way. Yeah. And it's supposed to make things easier. And in a lot of ways it does work a little easier, but in a lot of ways it don't. Then they come up with these form changes, and uh, pretty soon the veteran ain't going to be able to file a claim. I don't know what the word said, John. It, it, uh, it, it's so confusing. I, I haven't uh, been able to sort it out. And yep. I've been around this stuff quite a while now, and I mean, there's others out there that are better at it by far than I am. Uh, but I know whenever I first started, I was talking to somebody there at the VA because I, I said, you keep asking me these dumb questions that you know I don't have the answer to. And I would talk, at that time, I was talking to the VA as well as the DOD. Yeah. And I, I said, okay, uh, Mr. Jones, uh, Mr. Brown over here, uh, he needs this paper. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jones, he, he, he's got it, but they, he says, I, I said, well, call up Mr. Brown and tell him. Here's yep. his phone number. He can't do that. Mr. Mr. Jones says, well, I can't do that. I said, hell, he's probably across the street from you, or maybe across the hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, we're not allowed to talk to each other. And I said, what the deal is this? You have what I need, and he wants what I don't have. Why can't you just send it to him? We're not allowed to do that. That issue, Gerald, has been going on for years. Departments don't get along with each other. Now, that's a true story. That actually happened, man. And and I was sitting here scratching my head now. (laughs) How did I get this piece of paper? That that came to light in 2001, September. Yeah. I I listened to the hearings on the World Trade Center attack. And two departments didn't get along with each other and withheld information. If they'd gotten along, they would have caught these dudes, and they knew these dudes were here. Yes. They would have probably never been in a terrorist attack on the World Trade Center. But since they didn't get along, personally, they should have took them and put them all in prison. Uh, yeah, the people that's who didn't get along should have uh, been terminated. I, I just I couldn't believe what I was hearing. You know, yeah. I mean, here Mr. J- Jones, he's got this paper that Mr. Brown needs, but they, yet he can't give it to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here in the middle. It's kind of like an mm-hmm. arbitrage. Uh, uh, and, oh, man. And I have to request this piece of paper that I don't even know the name of some mm-hmm. kind of document to the Foyer Act and he's not allowed to tell me. Mm-hmm. So what what does the veteran do here? You, <laughs> you're sitting here, you, you got to have this information from the DOD but they don't want to give it to the VA and they don't even want to give it to you. And uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> You're in a hell of a, hell of a situation. I know others been in that same boat. Yeah, it's but, the uh, same thing as medical care. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you uh, get uh, mass-produced medicine, and of course they've got some good doctors stuff there, but that actor, Steve Buscemi, he summed this up really well during the movie Armageddon. They climbed up on that spaceship, a big spaceship, and he was looking inside of it, and he's talking about all the parts and stuff for the space shuttle that he's talking about. He said, and believe it or not, it all comes from the lowest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. that. That's true. Yeah. That, that yeah. was a good <laughs> 
unfortunately, that is true. It not always lowers bidders the way to go, sure. Yeah. Uh, folks, we have an opportunity to fill to file a fully developed claim. Uh, pay special attention to it and make sure that you submit everything that's needed. Because if there's the one piece of paper that's off and then it turns it into a, <clears throat> it'll kick it out of the full developed process of the regular claim system. And uh, you have to be very careful in what you do. Make sure you have everything you need. Um, get some help if you can. You got to use a VSO or an agent to help do this. Uh, Veteran service officers can help you at all processes during a claim. Agents and attorneys can take can help you take over a claim and help you represent you if you have a decision letter. Now, most people say you have to have a denial in your process, but that's not necessarily the case because even if you get an award but you disagree with it, then you can still use an attorney because you're, you're, you're still got to appeal that. You know that, Gerald? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, you know, the nod, you know, in disagreement is, 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 is the big deal here. Especially in that case, and uh, always get good help. I mean, it's if you look at some retro pay and some, you know some retro monies, uh, you know it's better to be able to uh, give a small percentage way to get situated and get your claim settled uh, than to do it yourself. If you go in there by yourself, then uh, uh, it's that's like being sucker punched because these guys know you're coming. And some people can do it by themselves, but they're very far and few between. Because it takes an exceptional person to understand the entire system to run the gambit of the VA in order to do this. And that person themselves that actually are successful should be, uh, you know, they should be in, in the system somewhere as an agent or something because they know what they're doing. And uh, that's the issue. you got a lot of folks that know what they're doing. You have several folks that think they know what they're doing. And you have some folks that don't have a clue. <laughs> that be me. So, uh, always get good help. Um, com is a good website to, for research. Uh, you know, it, it runs the entire, uh, you know, it runs the entire gamble of the VA as far as each issue. You can research and find somebody that's probably got the same issue you do. If not, one's very close to it. Um, you know, they, you can see how things progress and things like that and how things are done. But you can, uh, you know, it's not going to do claims for people. You know, that's not our, our process. Our process is to support the veteran doing their claim and maybe show them the way to go. You know, put them in the right direction. Now, T-Bird's made a lot of changes there at Haddit. Yeah. Uh, if you go to com and, and not the uh, forms... Uh, go to the main page, yep. and uh, it's real easy to maneuver, and, and uh, it's got drop-down windows and everything, and you can even, it has all the new uh, uh, regulations that they've changed, and it's really kept up to date quite nice. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, T-Bird's done a great job with that, and... Uh, we're we're even going to plan a show on how to uh, navigate, navigate it. Yeah, and uh, we'll try to get be, some video put on the site to help navigate it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah we'll that, that would be nice. Um, yeah. uh, we could do that. Uh, uh, set up a video to uh, show it. it once you have an understanding of it, uh, it's really quite simple. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that way, uh, if you have uh, some serious research you want to do, and also the podcasts are on there, uh, our chats, yeah. uh, which, uh, uh, you know, I know a lot of people listen to them, and and uh, we try to be sure that they are informative, uh, uh, and uh, we do well, have some specialists on from one time to another. Yeah. 
you know, like, for example, just about the podcast, if you've got a question about Champ VA, just search the podcast up for Champ VA and listen to one of Glenn Johnson's shows. I mean, he is Champ VA. And yes. he gives a very good, well-defined uh, description of Champ VA benefits. And uh, he's an amazing person to talk to. He, you know, he's just, uh, he's actually a friend of the show. And, uh, you know, we like to have him on as much as possible. Uh, if you got uh, life insurance questions, we've got some archive shows with a guy named Barry Haight. Barry has since retired from the VA, but he was the administrative uh, officer in Philadelphia where the life insurance center is. And he goes on to give some really good detail about, you know, when you qualify for certain types of life insurance, the waiver premiums and everything. And it's a good deal. Just listen to them shows. Uh, we've got several how-to shows. We've got several archive shows of Bergman and Moore, Paul Sullivan, Carrie Willettes. And uh, they tell you about how attorneys operate and things like that. Linda VA, Bob Walsh does the same thing. He's pretty regular on the show. Uh, we have uh, independent medical examiners that do the shows. We've got Dr. Bash and uh, John Doherty and John Brown, all three of those guys. You know, they uh, John Doherty and John Brown are pretty much uh, claims agents. They're really good at what they do. And, of course, Dr. Bash, is, uh, he is one of the main gurus when it comes to uh, getting medical examinations or opinions for the VA. And uh, so, you know, we have all... All different types of folks. We've got other types. We've got variety shows. We got uh, uh, we got the service dog group for vets. That tells you how to get a service dog if you need one for PTSD. Uh, we have other folks. Other agencies come on. Talks about homeless veterans and how they you know how they help them. Uh, it's just a different whole bunch. I mean, we're talking hundreds upon hundreds of shows we've done in the past, Gerald. How many have we done, Gerald? Oh, by land, uh, I. I don't think I can count them all, John. Well, uh, I know I got the archives. Sometimes uh, two a week uh, at mm-hmm. times, not always, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got the archives, and uh, they yeah. sent to me, and uh, I loaded them on a on, a, on an external hard drive, and that was a two terabyte hard drive, and it took a lot of space on it. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of data mm-hmm. in them shows, and. Uh, it it's something if you have a particular topic you're interested in, and I think the archives are searchable, aren't they? They're searchable. If you need some information about one of these shows, or need some information about something, you know, you can put it on the board. But if you don't want to put it on there, and you just want to get information without having to go through a, a bunch of answers on the board, you can actually PM me or Gerald one. We'll do. We'll we'll, we'll pull up a show and, and send it to you. Or we'll, we'll you know, we'll send you the link to it so you can listen to it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but uh, that's one way we can help you. I've had uh, several people write uh, 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 for schoolwork, as a matter of fact, uh, different topics on uh, uh, veterans' affairs, and they've used mm-hmm. the archives, and, and they've also used data that they've gotten off the head and, and right. did real well. I mean, you know, they get aced. Uh, they got A's in there with the reports. So, uh, My son did one uh, here last, last month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've had, uh, I think my daughter-in-law did a report and she aced it on
like anything else, sometimes you do come up with with uh, uh, sometimes something that's not verified. Hopefully, and, and you have egg on your face, but that happens. Uh, but we correct. If you think something, if if you think something's incorrect. You, especially in the form, you think something's not right. Go ahead, you can click on it, and report that, and we'll get it quicker. And it makes it yeah. easier on everybody because you can report it, but nobody knows you did it except for us. So yeah. it keeps you know it. It's kind of anonymous. So uh, you know, report the topic or post or whatever if you if you think something's inaccurate. Uh, one thing we strive to do this hat is to give back our information. I mean, it's uh, you know back in the old days when when. Uh, when the boom was happening and, uh, you know, we had a lot of moderators going on, there's a lot of information out there. A lot of folks are just putting stuff to put stuff because they're trying to add their post count so they can get uh, get a promotion to the next level. <laughs> it's kind of like the PA and bonuses. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, that was years ago. You know, had it's pretty stable now as far as, you know, membership. I mean, it's over 13,000. It's 10,000 two years ago, people, so it's growing pretty quick. And, uh, you know, the more people you get, the more ideas and information you have. Of course, now we have got people on board, had it from all walks of life, and you're going to get that when you're dealing with the military. You know, we've got doctors on there. We've got uh, attorneys on there. Uh, we've got claims agents, VSOs, uh, rednecks, hillbillies. <laughs> you know, and city folk, country folk. And, uh, you know, it's all a big family. And uh, so hopefully but we can get is, it all situated. It is important to keep our, our uh, data as accurate and factual as possible. Yep. And uh, just please understand that sometimes uh, there are mistakes made. And if there is, uh, not to worry, it'll be corrected. And, and we appreciate uh, whoever might bring that to light. Uh, you know, you question something, let us know. Right. And something else too is if you find something on the computer and you post on had it, don't post the article verbatim, word for word. Don't plagiarize it. What you need to do is find it uh, and put a link to the article and tell where it's at. And that way, uh, it keeps everybody on the on the up and up as far as you know. Some of these things are copyrighted, and oh, uh, it's better. You gotta be careful because you can get yourself in a little bit of hot water if you copy if you copy somebody's stuff that's copyrighted. You probably get in trouble. And uh, the internet police are looking every day. You know they got the internet starts yeah. to touch. They got that red and silver mouse going around sideways on the streets of Computerville. <laughs> yeah, I always post a link. Uh, well, it's easier for me anyway. I'm not even yeah. It's easier to post a link. I mean, you know, you just copy and paste. Yeah. Uh, and then, that way you, you got the same source I got. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to one person, guys. That, uh, uh, he's not a Haddock member, but uh, he's the, the grandson of our host, Gerald Cook. This young man has been named the valedictorian of his high school. So, Gerald, congratulations, buddy, on uh, on, uh, on you having such a good, good, good young man there. Well, I really appreciate it, and uh, he's fixing to go on to college now. He's going yeah. to become a pharmacist, and I believe he'll make it. Uh, I believe uh, he will, too. He, he does have that academics, and uh, he's worked hard and deserves it, so give right. it Folks, I want to try to end this thing on a regular time. It's going to give us a 45-minute show today, but I think it's better. Uh, Gerald, I think we covered all we can cover. Uh, we're going to have a bachelor show here one day this week, and uh, we'll discuss some of the new navigation on the new format on Hadit, which is a WordPress format. We'll go to the website. I'll try to get some videos together and do some navigation stuff that way and post them on board on Hadit. And it all depends on bandwidth and stuff like that, so, uh, so I, hope, I hope my equipment's not too overpowering so we can do that. And then show some folks some ways to navigate some new things. Because had it's a lot, a lot of information there, especially on the home page. You know, you can research all you want to. You go to that home page, and you've got links, and it's got a roadmap to the world. Uh, yeah, that'll be a good show, John. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
especially for someone like me, even I don't, I'm not too good at navigating around, and, and uh, uh, but, you know, I'm always willing to learn, I, I want to learn new things, there's, uh, supposed to have all the pertinent forms involved with the VA, I think, uh, and uh, bear in mind they are uh, uh, adding and taking away forms all the time, so uh, I think that's been kept up to date. And, Good. Uh, they come in handy. You go to fill out a form, uh, by golly, use, use it and they talk about it, because I think uh, you just open them up and you can fill them out and print them off, can't you, John? You can, yeah. You can just print them out. Some are PDF fillable for the forms. I've, I've used them before, and I just thought that's the catch me out. It uh, is. Uh, that that worked great. Saved me from having to scan paper, put it on my computer, and it's right there and just yep. type it up. Yep, I uh, mean, it's the way it is. I mean, links make it easier so yeah well that'll be a good show and, and I'm certain I'm not the only one that needs to learn how to navigate at it better uh, of course there's some there that's uh, next to computer technicians almost I mean uh, they're smart folks yes they are I gotta hand that to uh, they really are you sit in front of one long enough, drilled you. Huh? You sit in front of one long enough, you learn something. Yeah, yeah. I, I did learn when my screen went black. Black, it, it uh, usually meant big trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> usually blue now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Blue screen. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I can say, but sometimes not. But, well, uh, that depends. <laughs> uh, at any rate, we all try to march forward. We all try to get to the same wedding circle with our claims. Some of us make yeah. it, some don't. Uh, in summary, on. in summary, Daryl, we talked, touched on today's show. If you get a diagnosis from the VA, uh, get a second opinion. Don't let it affect you, and especially mental health like that. You know, don't you know? Don't uh, don't jump to any conclusions about anything until you get a second opinion. Because uh, you know, if they make a mistake and you've done got dejected and done something to to hurt yourself, you know, it uh, you're really hurting yourself more than anybody else because uh, once you do. Once a person commits something like that, you know, the insurance companies won't pay, and it's just a bad thing. Yeah, um, if you get bad news from the VA, just uh, get a second opinion, or a third. Right. Uh, yeah, or fourth. Or fourth. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, they had this one lady on the news here a while back. I think she got four opinions before she uh, uh, found out that uh, she had, I think it was a cancer of some kind, some kind of a cancer that she had. She knew something was wrong, but they kept telling her no. And uh, she she kept going to, and it saved her life. And and uh, usually, a lot of times, you don't hear them kind of stories because people don't follow through. If you don't something wrong, uh, continue on and get them second opinions. The reason being, Gerald, is the, there's two systems in the world, the medical profession and the legal profession. They have not perfected either one of them yet. You know why? Well, I don't know why. They call them both practice. They both are practices. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. They're practice. That's right. It's a practice of medicine, practice law. So I get, you know, I get kind of concerned when they want practice on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, I'm 
I've been a guinea pig before. And uh, it's fun. It's fun being a guinea pig. As long as you ain't the one getting the big needle. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I think we are about out of time. Yeah, let's uh, go ahead. We're about uh, we're about almost regular time now, so we can we can go ahead and shut it down. You want to uh, okay. get our archive up? Well, John, I appreciate you being here, and uh, thank you. I mean, you know, we give out a little bit of information here, and I hope it's some encouragement uh, to. Uh, some of these uh, veterans out there that might be feeling bewildered, don't uh, go it. Like I say, just just give the VA that I'll find a call. Uh, that's one eight hundred number. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Now, that That's number, it. once again, is 1-800-273-8255. Just call them up and chat with them if you want somebody to talk to. They're, I mean, that's what they're there for. They're good people. And uh, uh, you'd be glad you did. So, uh, with that, uh, this will be Gerald Cook and John Stacy. You've been listening to the Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Basher Show. <laughs>